0: My name is David Raymond Baldwin and I'm a Consultant Respiratory Physician and Honorary Professor of Medicine at the University of Nottingham and the Nottingham University Hospitals uh, in Nottingham, UK.
1: Now, we have here an extremely interesting paper in the New England Journal, Reduced Lung Cancer Mortality with Volume CT Screening. Now, this is a randomised trial. It's quite a big one. But can you tell me, first of all, where does all of this come from? Because the idea of screening for lung cancer, of course, is not new. But what were the problems in the past?
0: The issues with um, screening in general and lung cancer screening specifically is that you need to do a randomized controlled trial of the uh, test the screening test versus uh, either an alternative that's established or uh, nothing at all and the issue that we had um previously was that we we'd had one very large study from the uh, US that was published in 2011 that indeed did show a benefit of uh, low dose ct screening which is the modern test over the control arm which was chest x-ray now chest x-ray is not the established standard and indeed the uh, earlier trials of chest x-ray added to other other things like sputum analysis uh, in fact did not show any benefit from screening at all and it's very important that when you do these uh, randomized controlled trials you use the number of people uh, that die per uh, popu- um, unit population, so per 100,000 person years or per 1,000 people um, to measure the difference. And the reason for that is that you can't use um, the length of survival because there are a number of different um, biases which we're now fully aware of, which we weren't aware of in the very early lung cancer screening trials, which um, cause the uh, screening to favor uh, an increase in survival. So the, the American trial in 2011 was the first one to show that there was an advantage of low-dose, low-radiation-dose CT screening over the chest X-ray, and it was a, a significant uh, difference. But what we haven't had is uh, a trial, another trial. So uh, the people are very skeptical about using just one single trial to drive a potentially very effective uh, but also very expensive uh, screening program. So we were waiting for this second trial that was already in progress when the other trial uh, published to publish its final results. And we had some inkling that the results were very positive in October 2018 when the results, the preliminary results were presented uh, at a meeting in Toronto, the World um, Conference on Lung Cancer in Toronto. Um, but we hadn't had the full published results. And again, the people that are making decisions about whether to uh, go ahead and implement screening programs will not make decisions until the full results are published and people can actually see that. So that's the issue. We have been waiting for this trial which um, is just the second trial, it's much smaller than the American trial uh, to see what it was actually uh what the results were going the final results were going to be and glad okay. to say they were they were accept-
1: acceptable yes and indeed the the study that dr koning has published uh is actually different in in that it uses uh, volume what what difference does that make
0: well um all all volume um c t is 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 the way the um data is uh, acquired from the x-rays that penetrate the chest and go through the chest to the detectors on the CT scanner. And the um, the CT um, uh, detector rotates around the um, patient and moves up or down the body, which, depending on which direction the scan is going. And it acquires what's called a volume of data. So instead of it just being slices, individual x-ray slices, uh, missing all of the data in between. It actually takes the whole volume of the chest as one uh, uh, amount of data. And then the computer then uh, makes these into slices, but it can also do all sorts of other things. So the NLST, the uh, American trial that was put in 2011, used volume CT. Its Spiral CT is another another word for this. But the difference between the, um, the latest trial, the Nelson trial pu- published by, Dr., by Professor De Koning, is that a lot of the uh, methods of measurement of the uh, findings on the scan were done uh, through using uh, volume measurements. The, in other words, if you detected a small potentially cancerous uh, area in, on the scan, they were measuring volumes um, of these uh, various these things. They're called nodules, they're like little rounded structures in the lung and they can either be benign or be, be cancers. Uh, and um, the uh, measurement that they use the volume measurements um, although debated somewhat is far more accurate than um, than just using um, measurements that are just, just in one or two direction, d- dimensions.
1: Okay. Um,
0: and then, the, then the and, and the, in actual fact, the, the great strength of the Nelson uh, study has been in many publications about the use of volumetry, and its driven guidelines, very successful guidelines, such as the um, British Thoracic Society guideline uh, on management of pulmonary nodules and really given us lots of really rich information about... Um, when nodules can be predicted to be malignant and how fast they grow etc.
1: Right, could you quote me in broad brush figures the numbers coming out of the Nelson trial then?
0: Yes, so the the Nelson trial interestingly uh, in the New England Journal presents mainly the um, outcomes in male patients, uh, male participants only, uh, because the vast majority uh, of those participants um, 84% of the participants were male. So the primary aim was to do a study in males and females were only recruited later on in the study. But um, the results show that there is a 24% reduction in the mortality from lung cancer in male patients. And that is a consistent uh, reduction in mortality over um, a follow-up period um, of 8, 9, and 10 years into the study. Um, the small subgroup uh, of um, uh, female patients uh, also shows a reduction in mortality, but it's a significantly larger reduction in mortality compared to the men. Um, so overall, we're looking at a 33 to 44% uh, reduction, but actually in the earlier years, in the year uh, eight, for example, you're looking at a more, almost a, a 60% reduction in mortality, absolutely huge. And um, by year 10, the uh, mortality reduction had started to be diluted by the uh, number of cancers that were uh, detected that were not, uh, not screen detected. Uh, and uh, the mortality rate was, was uh, reduced slightly, but it's really encouraging. And interestingly, when they did an did analysis after the, uh, the National Lung Cancer Screening Trial was published, that's the one that was published in 2011 for America, they found that the mortality reduction in men was only around about the 8% mark, uh, but in rem- women it was more like 27%. So um, there is a difference in um, how much uh, screening benefits males and females, we think, quite a substantial difference. And um, because Nelson only included 86%, uh, 84% of the people that were male, um, then um, you can see that if you actually uh, recruited equal male and female patients, the overall benefit to the population would be substantially more. So it's really very encouraging indeed. Uh, The Nelson results, because they screened effectively for uh, five and a half years, uh, as opposed to the American trial where they screened just for two years, so it 's almost a three times difference in the length of times that people were screened. It resulted in a pretty much a three times the number of deaths that were prevented um, in the in the trial so um, very, very encouraging, just showing the power uh, of um, screening for longer uh, and also the, um, the the power of using the the volume approach for managing your pulmonary nodules I think although it's difficult to know exactly which was the most important thing I think really the screening duration was most important.
1: Does this mean then that we can have even more confidence uh, thanks to these new findings that screening using CT for lung cancer really is worth doing?
0: It does in 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 a word but to just put some more flesh on the bones there in the UK we had Pretty much convinced everybody that um, this was a highly effective intervention, such that, um, not speaking as as uh, as anything any any connection with the UK National Screening Committee, one individual um, actually said um, that um, he thought that CT screening in in selected patients, as they are selected. Uh, was a highly effective intervention that should be rolled out nationally, and this was well before we heard publications from the nelson even the even the 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 pub, the initial presentation in um, Toronto in october uh, in the u k we already decided that on the strength of the evidence from the American trial alone, you could say that this was going to be a highly effective intervention and the reason it's important to understand that is that the American trial, although it was a really great trial, it had a lot of features about it that were just not very good at all in the sense that they, um, first of all, uh, had a control arm, which was chest X-rays, a non-standard screening method. And uh, certainly at the time that they uh, published their results, it looked as if the, the chest X-ray arm had um, had, a, had a reduction overall immortality of around about 9% so it was actually taking off the difference between the chest x-ray and the CT arm and, and, and then furthermore the inclusion of patients that had almost uh, that have had very low risk of lung cancer in the American trial and during that trial period had almost no benefit from the screening meant that the, the results were diluted so we were all saying that actually we can expect a much bigger effect if we have a trial that that is uh, uh, you know better designed and that's not to say that the american trial should be criticized in that that way it's just that at the time this trial was designed you know more than 20 years ago now we knew less and you know they did they did the trial design with the best intentions and it was a positive trial but it could have been so much better so i've been arguing for some years now um and presenting you know just why we can expect so much more from the national lung cancer screening trial so it was a great re- relief i think to me and many others that when the uh, the nelson investigators uh, announced the preliminary results in october 2018
1: and as a result of the implementation of this strategy in the uk has there been an impact in the real world on mortality from lung cancer
0: well, I wished we could say there was, but we're only in the we're only at the very beginning of implementation in the UK. Actual real screening programmes. We have a number of uh, clinical trials that are still going on. There's a large trial that's uh, started in in London called the Summit trial. That is, in fact, the largest trial now. Um, in Europe in terms of the number of people that have been scanned uh, there is also a large trial in in York the Yorkshire Lung Cancer Screening Trial now these are trials they're trying to answer questions um, and then added to that there uh, is uh, there are a number of, of pilot uh, initiatives that have been going on in um, Manchester, Liverpool Uh, Nottingham and some London centres where they're doing a program they're not actually uh, doing any trial investigations at all and the great thing about those is they've shown two things one is that the cancer detection rate is very good we are actually detecting two to three percent of people that have cancer on the initial scan and slightly less on the second scan but also the way we um, we process the patients is we um, produce very few harms in either the patients that have the cancer or the patients, very importantly, that do not have cancer. So, it, and much, much better results than we've seen in the other trials in Europe and in the U.S. So, in, And this is thanks to the guidelines that I mentioned before being being used, I think, and, and good, good clinical teams. The challenge now is to try to replicate those results across the whole of the U.K. Um, that's why NHS England have, have funded these uh, 10 pilot trials. Uh, uh, Alliances and 14 separate sites. Uh, it's very ambitious. Um, a lot of scans being done, probably around about 80,000 scans in the first uh, first scanning round. And there uh, are significant challenges actually delivering that program, and more importantly, there are significant challenges in making sure it achieves the same very high quality that we've seen in the pilots so far. The next step after the pilots, uh, this pilot program, of course, is then to move on to a fully Uh, fledged national uh, screening program uh, which runs in all of the four UK countries and that is something that we're working out how it um, should be implemented um, now and I'm sure there will be discussions going on over the next uh, few months.
1: So as far as the Nelson trial findings the ones that have just been published are concerned what are the clinical implications what have they added to this picture?
0: So, the one thing, the most important thing from my perspective uh, that they've added to the picture is um, a published document that we can now sh- quote in, to poly- policymakers that this has confirmed that CT screening for lung cancer works. It is also the second implication, or the second uh, very important uh, finding, is that it can work better than has been shown in the, the, the um, American trial, um, substantially better. And we can expect even more for a, from a programme because we will be screening people for longer in a programme than, the, than they were screened in Nelson.
1: Globally, of course, the epidemic of lung cancer is, is really taking off. So what do you think are the global implications and specifically also for the United States?
0: The United States um, have, have already approved um, screening um, for, for lung cancer. Their issue is uh, delivery of, of the screening and participation. Um, one of the very significant challenges is is getting patients into these programmes and um, part of that is about giving them information about how effective the programme would be. I think there's a, there are a number of uh, factors that um, stop people entering programmes. And one of them in the U.S. is the um, requirement that's been stipulated for a de- detailed shared decision-making process um, in, uh, that occurs before the consent to the CT scanning. And this is uh, certainly been identified by a number of U.S. colleagues as being um, quite difficult for patients to go through and reducing the participation rates. And we're not seeing particularly good participation rates in the U.S., at the moment, I think the additional data from Nelson showing that just how just how much more effective CT screening can be will help that process to a certain extent. In terms of global, um, well, many countries have again lost patients um, waiting for further studies and have gone ahead with screening programs. Um, I think the, the the Nelson results final publication will just um, continue. that process and galvanize that process in many different countries. I think there's no um, question now that people will be implementing CT scanning across the uh, the globe in in different ways. Uh, I think it's really important that we have a lot of um, initiatives that uh, guide uh, countries through uh, the process of implementation. So uh, I'm involved in a number of European initiatives to try to... uh, uh, agree standards across European countries about how CT scanning should be it should be delivered. Uh, we're also involved with um, uh, negotiations with the, the European Commission, uh, making sure that they're fully aware that this is a, a major health uh, epidemic, which can which has got uh, to a certain extent uh, a mitigating solution, which should be implemented, which is CT screening, and that's definitely on a lot of uh, MEPs and policymakers' radar now and uh, we'll continue to do that. So and and the Nelson trial is just going to help all of that because it's now a publication which we can quote. Um so uh, overall the this publication of this of this trial uh, has been long awaited and it's very very welcome and it will uh, oil the the wheels of this uh, very important machine that's going to try and reduce the suffering from lung cancer.
1: What is the take-home message for uh, cancer doctors and for strategists uh, on cancer therapy?
0: The take-home message is that um, CT screening is a very good way, a very effective way uh, in appropriate patients of reducing the mortality from from lung cancer and currently we do not have any other method that substantially reduces the lung cancer mortality. It does not mean that we should be um, just doing CT screening. We should be doing the other things as well, including the um, uh, personalized uh, treatment for more advanced disease and improving the um, efficacy of uh, curative treatments, which we're doing as well, and also speeding up the process of uh, investigation Um, diagnosis and treatment of patients which will also help lung cancer patients but it is a major initiative and it is the only one that produces a substantial reduction in lung cancer mortality other than uh, smoking cessation which of course is an absolute priority in in any setting in any case
1: and how affordable is spiral ct Uh,
0: It depends on the country Um, in the nhs uh, spiral ct is a relatively inexpensive investigation and uh, therefore our uh, estimates of cost of the programmes are substantially lower. CT cost makes a massive difference to the overall cost-effectiveness of the programme and it is one of the main drivers of cost-effectiveness in fact. So countries that have high uh, CT scanning costs will have less less cost-effective programmes Uh, and those with lower CT costs will have more cost-effective programs. I'm glad to say that the the cost of CT in most of the developed European countries is very similar, so they all should have relatively cost-effective programs.